Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Joey Kramer. He is the co-founder and CFO of Apple Pie Painting. He and his wife, April, have taken that popular wine and party concept that we're all so familiar with, and they have transitioned that or transformed that, rather, into a successful mobile concept, which he's going to talk with you about Joey is a serial entrepreneur. He's started three companies prior to Apple Pie Painting. Joey and his wife, April, are very involved in the Kansas City business community. They are graduates of the Beta Blocks Incubator and also the Kauffman Foundation's Scale Up Program. They have brought their party concept to 16,000 customers just within the Kansas City area, and now they have their eyes on much bigger goals, which you're going to hear about today. He's also the Chief Operations Officer for the company's recently launched 1 million brushes, painting kits, and product lines, which they have uh, going on Indiegogo right now. We hear about that, too. And he's also, as part of that, pledged to donate a million paintbrushes to children around the world to help inspire creativity and art. So we're very happy here to talk with Joey, find out about his background that led to Apple Pie Painting, and to hear about where they're planning to take the company. Welcome to the show today, Joey. Thanks, Kelly. I'm glad to be on. Let's start with your background, Joey. As I said, you're a serial entrepreneur, so bring us up to date quickly on some of the companies that you've been involved with and how that led to Apple Pie Painting. Yeah, I, I started out a few years back and started my first company. Uh, I was in property management, actually, and I found I, I found within the first year I had gotten in way over my head as I'd quickly accumulated over 150 properties that I was managing for people throughout the Kansas City area, and um, that led into another company of mine, which I was also doing uh, contracting, and a lot of a lot of what I've done has been building and building trades and whatnot, so uh, back in the day, that's that's kind of where my path led me to begin with and kind of got the entrepreneurial bug started with me. Mm-hmm. And so where, how did you get out of that? Um, you know, you said you were in over your head. And, you know, entrepreneurs either decide at that time, okay, it's time to get out of this or it's time to figure out a way through this. How did you approach yeah. it? You know, that was that was a really stressful part of or time in my life and, didn't really have any support and didn't know where to go to get that support from, you know, the entrepreneurial community. So I kind of, I was kind of in it by myself, I felt like. And, uh, you know, it it just, I didn't have really any processes built, which I've learned is key to any success in a business. So it's been, it was a big learning experience for me. And the fact, you know, it, I just ended up one day saying, you know, I'm getting out of this and sold off what I could of the contracts, I guess, that I had and kind of went a different direction at that point. But it definitely, you know, while 
while it felt like a failure back then, it definitely helped build me into what I've become today. Sure, and that's the that's the thing, especially that the message that people are trying to get across to some of these first time entrepreneurs is that uh, a failure is not really a failure if you can learn from it and then apply what you learned to your next enterprise. There are so many stories of entrepreneurs who didn't make it through their first venture, but they went on to do great things. You know, many of these people are household names, of course, and even even Steve Jobs didn't get it right the first time. So what did you learn about that first company, and, and how did you apply it to your subsequent ventures? Oh, I, I learned a lot, but, you know, the biggest couple things would be, one, like I said, the processes, not having them at that point in time yeah. just made everything a complete nightmare, and you know the other I guess the other thing I've learned from then that I've applied now with our company is we just have to take it slow sometimes you can't you can't grow faster than you can keep up with it I guess it was I, I tried to always push 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 and found myself overwhelmed at that point so we've we've had to put on the brakes quite a few times with what we're doing just to kind of catch up and reevaluate and get a clear direction so that's that's probably yeah. one of the most valuable lessons I learned. Oh, so true, so true. And managed growth is so important because I hear so many stats about how startups fail, and people think, well, once I get out of the startup phase, you know, I've got it made. I, I got through the worst part of it. But then it's when companies start to grow, if they don't have those processes in place, if they aren't managing the growth, and that goes with your uh, financials as well because it takes money to make money as you're growing, and you can get in so far over your head. So, um, that, that too, you know, it's too bad that you had to learn that the hard way, but I'm sure that stuck with you and will stick with you. Let's talk, oh, though, yeah. about apple pie painting. How did you get started with apple pie painting? Where'd that come from? Well, a few years ago, my wife had the April. She had the idea that you know we could we could take this concept that was exploding everywhere, this uh, wine and painting party concept, and instead of going to a studio location, she thought, well, why why can't I take this to people's homes, make it a more intimate, one-on-one, you know, personal experience with just their group and we launched it, and much to our surprise, it blew up on us and became extremely popular. So we just continue to add to it as we go, you know, day after day. Mm-hmm. So this was April's concept, and if I remember the story correctly, she was testing it out on some family and friends, and, and it, as you said, it just the word got around about it kind of organically, and you had a hit on your hands. When did you decide that, you know what, we're going to go all in on this? Yeah, it didn't take long. It was, like I said, a, a few months of her doing it for friends, family, and I, I was dangerous enough having my previous startup experience and everything that I kind of helped her out with a little marketing here and there. And before we knew it, she was spending more time doing this than she was at her full-time job. And that's when I just looked at her and said, this doesn't make sense for you to keep going to work. I said, this is your job now, and I'll support you. And together, let's make this work. So I I basically told her, you got two months, start making money. And after the initial freak out, she uh, hit the (laughs) ground running, and 
we haven't looked back since. Yeah, that water's kind of cold when you hit it for the first time. You know, you <laughs> jump in and you, you really have to start swimming. Tell us about where you are now with the company. Yeah, right now we've just continued growing. We've, we finished up the recent cohort with the scale-up program, which has just helped immensely for us. We kind of were at that point where we were growing, but we didn't really know how to harness it. And went through that program, and it's allowed us to, like I said earlier, reevaluate everything and kind of have clear direction and vision of where we're going. So you know, we've hired on. We now have eight artists, part-time artists that work for us, and you know, we're, we're just trying to continue to expand in Kansas City with eyes on outward growth as we move forward. Yeah, and before the, the focus we, is here at this point. Sorry. Sure. And before we talk about that outward growth, let's just circle back a little bit and, and explain the concept in more detail to us. Yeah, yeah. Well, what we do is we've made it super easy to do to where you, you go on our website, you want to have a painting party. It can be for children, for adults. You can have it at your place, your business, your school, wherever and you book everything, it's all automated on our website, and at that point, we'll then schedule you a painting party, and our artists, they'll bring all the supplies necessary, set everything up, they walk you and your whole group through just a fun painting experience, you choose the beverages, whatever foods you want to have, but it's really an intimate experience, just you and that group, you don't have to travel anywhere, you know, to a studio, you don't have to be surrounded by a bunch of strangers. It really, it it's just, it brings it all right to you. And we found that that's just, the popularity of it continues to grow. Sure. And the other thing is, you've got your food and your drinks right there in the comfort of your own home or whatever facility that you have chosen to uh, have this take place at. And you don't have to lug it to someplace else you're doing all the luggage correct. <laughs> correct correct yeah i mean we we let people choose whatever they want to drink whatever they want to eat yeah they're not lugging it to a studio they're not having to worry about how to get home afterwards right. after having possibly a couple of drinks so it it makes it a lot a lot more convenient for people as well Mm-hmm. Well, you're about ready to make it even more convenient because you're launching an online version of this what's that going to be like well, it's been a dream and something we've started from the very beginning, but when we went through our beta blocks incubator program three years ago, they basically told us that needs to go on the back shelf while you focus on numbers and doing the party experience live here. But what it is is it's our uh, painting party kits, and we have videos that we've had shot, and they come in DVDs, they come in downloadable links, and basically... It's our same painting party experience that we have here in Kansas City, but now it's all packaged up in a box and shipped direct to your door anywhere you'd like. Wow. And so you've got the DVDs and the videos, so you still have the benefit of an instructor. It's not like everybody's sitting around trying to read directions. You still have somebody talking you through the entire process, even though you're Absolutely. Not, they're not live. Yeah, yeah exactly. Correct. Wow. Right. It's, it's actually it's April on the videos that we had shot on there, and she walks them step-by-step, step, just as if she, you were at a party, 
but you can also press pause. You can rewind, rewatch a step if you need to. You know, I, I tell people it's a lot, I mean, it's just like Bob Ross back in the day, but I feel that April's a little better looking than Bob was. <laughs> now, is this the same as the one million brushes, or is that something different? No, the one million brushes is kind of the theme of the actual painting party, the kits. Um, we were trying to figure out a way to incorporate giving back, which is something we value and take a lot of pride in uh, with our company. And we had the idea one day that, you know, if this, <coughs> excuse me, if this really takes off and we begin selling these kits nationwide, eventually worldwide, you know, how can we make a bigger impact? So we thought to ourselves, why not do, why not donate one million paintbrushes to children around the world to help inspire creativity and art amongst the children? Yeah, very great. You know, you've got a background story as to why you were inspired to start this program for the children. What is that story? Yeah, yeah. Well, we we started initially, which we still are working with, but from the beginning we started working uh, in donating our used art supplies and brushes to a company out of Oregon called the Dreaming Zebra Foundation. And they distribute art supplies across the globe to children in impoverished areas, uh, school programs that have been cut around the country. I know just recently they sent thousands of dollars worth of supplies down to Houston after the hurricanes and everything. So it they give back close to home and all the way around the world. And what we found one day after we'd been donating our brushes, we got a package in the mail after this was the first year we were in business. And when we opened it up, it was a little hand-painted canvas with our original company logo on it and a little thank you card from uh, – some children in Africa who had been given our donated brushes and were so grateful and thankful that they had the opportunity to create art and to paint. And they, they took that as a way to say thank you to us. And it, it's something, I've got it right here in my office, actually. It's something that uh, we look at very often and, you know, it's close to our heart because we realize there's a, there's a bigger goal in what it is we're doing. If, Absolutely. If we can achieve it. And you have you have your eyes set. Speaking of, of this note that you got from the children in Africa, uh, you have your eyes or your vision set on going worldwide with the online program. Correct. 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 Right now we've got our initial starter videos that are shipping nationwide and worldwide if you if you want. But eventually we've always seen this vision as we can have all of our painting videos, you know, a couple hundred of them, and be able to record them in multiple languages, be able to distribute these throughout the world and help inspire the world so that they can paint, they can have fun wherever they're at, and now we can reach a global scale on it. And by by donating five brushes with every kit sold, that would add up to a million a whole lot faster, so... Yes. Now, when you first introduced the concept, you mentioned that you took an existing concept, and that is we're all familiar with the studios where you can go and bring your drinks and your food in, and as you say, you're with other people that you may or may not know, 
and, and have a live instructor uh, take you through the process of this painting. You've taken it to the home. Well, you became a competitor to them. Do you have any competitors that you know of that are doing this in-home mobile concept? There's a couple out there. When we first started and did this three years ago, there really wasn't anybody in the industry. There was one company doing a downloadable video, but that was it. And since we kind of tabled the idea and didn't really focus on them over the last couple of years, we've had a couple uh, companies pop up on the scene that are that are trying to or doing a similar concept with it. And, you know, we just we realize, you know, there's always going to be competition out there. It's just a matter of can you create a better product, better customer service, and really deliver, you know, overall just a better better product to the customer, and we figure, you know, that that will help put us on top. So yes. we don't well, get too worried about the competition, but, you know, time yeah. is of the essence with any of this. Well, and you just hit on one of the key uh, benefits, I guess, or advantages of having a competitor, if there is one, and that is that they uh, make you even better. It, it causes you, rather well, actually, rather than react to everything they do, it just causes you to focus on making what you do even better. And so, as you say, it keeps you on your toes and, and uh, helps you perhaps achieve your goals even faster. If people are interested in finding out more about your classes or in finding out how they can help support your one million brushes campaign for children. How would they do that? Yeah, uh, we've made it real easy. Um, you can go to our main website, which is just applepiepainting.com, and there you'll find all the information about our mobile parties, um, as well as you can also find the link there to our Indiegogo page. Um, and uh, we also have a URL. That's just one million brushes.com. And if you type that in, it'll take you directly to kind of our landing page for the kit, which then if you click that link, it'll take you directly to that Indiegogo campaign page. So you've got multiple ways of getting to it other than just going to Indiegogo and looking for DIY painting party kits. Uh, on the under the art section. Okay, and at one million brushes dot com, it's the numeral one, not the word. The numeral one, one Correct. million brushes dot com. Uh, tell us just briefly about the Indiegogo campaign. How long is that going to be up? Um, it's going now for 15 more days, and um, we're not anywhere near where we had hoped we were going to be on it, but we're getting some good traction. Every day we've been getting donations, contributions coming in, and it's just it's steadily growing more and more. It's been, it's been up live now for almost two weeks, and, you know, like I said, we've got just slightly over two weeks left in it, so we're hoping that we can get a real strong push these last couple weeks and, you know, get us a lot closer to our initial goal. Absolutely. So go out to um, 1millionbrushes.com, applepiepainting.com. Either one of those will get you to the Indiegogo campaign. And while you're out there on those websites, uh, learn about uh, the classes that are offered, the different programs, and uh, give, give Joey and April a call. Uh, really excited to hear about this new phase of your business, Joey. We wish you the best of luck. And keep us in the loop on what, what happens, okay? We definitely will, and thank you so much for the time today, and uh, look forward to talking again soon. 
Absolutely. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.